All right. It's art party. Art party. It's episode eight. What's today's date? It's December 3rd, a Sunday. 2017. <laughs> 17. Oh, I just got a kombucha thing on my face. Uh, we're from, uh, we're in Bushwick right yeah, now at um, Jamie's place. Yeah, I'm Jamie Stearns and I'm here with... Andrew Russett. And we're here with a very, very, very special guest. Special guest! Special guest! Ah! Okay. Hi, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> that me is uh, Sydney Shan. So Sydney Shan, Sydney is an artist... She's just like a badass person about town. She're yeah. Anyway, so we've asked her on because she's a list, she's a fan of the pod. She she listens. And she was like, Oh, and I was like, You should come on. And she was like, Okay, and we're like, What should we talk about? We're like, We don't we don't know. So yeah. Yeah, totally know. freestyle. Yeah. But Jamie's just back from the Mexico City. Yeah, I was in Mexico City. You're what you, where were you what have you been doing, Sydney? What have you been up to? What have you been up to? Well let's see. Today I I've just been playing the Friday the 13th video game for PS4 today. Whoa. <laughs> um, and, and I watched an episode of that um, Netflix show about Ted Kaczynski. Whoa. It's not that good. I have no idea. I didn't even know that existed. I have no idea. There's only one season now. Is he the male bomber thing? Yeah. The, yeah. You know, he's gone. You know, he went through all that crazy testing and stuff, you know? Right. Yeah. His, um, his like, one of his college professors was mm-hmm. really, like, emotionally and, like, psychologically abusive. Wow. Um, yeah. And they did all these crazy tests on the students there and, like... I didn't know Yeah. This. really fucked them up. Yeah. And it's, like, I was just, Yeah. Anyways, it's, yeah. Interesting. Interesting tale. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. yeah so, uh, we, may, we might talk about art. We might not. What are you up to, Russell? I'm, I'm going to Miami tomorrow. Oh, my God. That's right. Which is, you know. Oh, my God. What what, what, Bos- what year Basel, Miami Basel is this? Like... <laughs> what edition of Miami Basel? What edition? It started in, what, 01? Oh, really? That or was 01 canceled and then they... Uh, so this is number like fifteen. Nine eleven, cha cha. Yeah, yeah. That but I haven't been in a few years, so I'm excited. I'm excited to go down. That's cool. Hit the That's beach. Cool. I, you know, I was actually saying to Russ, I don't know, like I haven't been for so long that it'd be kind of like lulls to go. Have you been, Sydney? Um, I went some years ago, like a long time ago, but just for fun. Cool. Um, I went. And what did you think as like an artist? Were you in a show? Were you in a booth? No, this was while I was still in school. Okay. Wow. And I went with um, mainly well. At, at the time, I had a friend of mine who was on exchange from Germany, and he was living with me, and he wanted, like, an all-American experience, so us and a few other people rented a minivan and drove there. Oh, my God. And from New York? From New York. Oh, my God. And we was got, it, like, an old minivan <laughs> or, like, a new minivan? Let's get the, like, ambiance. I think it was, you know, like, a current-ish model. Okay. I don't really remember the details, except I was, like, really, like, concerned about getting cigarette burns on the car seat. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Um, but it was really stressful because we got, like, a flat while we were there. Whoa. So we had to spend an entire day, like, just, like, figuring that out. Oh, and then no. and How many art students does it take to fix a flat tire? <laughs> yeah. Takes about three, but anyway. That sounds yeah. like a true all-American experience, yeah. though. But did you eat, like, barbecue and, like, rest stops? And, yeah. I mean, you drive well, down through some, yeah, interesting parts of America to get to Basel. Yeah, for sure. I think definitely the best part was after Basel on our way back. Um, we saw a sign for a yard sale, um, I think in Northern Florida. So we like pulled off the highway and went to check it out. And, um, we went to this house and there was like one of those, like those boats with like a big fan on it in the back, like in their like backyard. Oh, like a hydro or whatever they're called. In their backyard or whatever. (laughs) And so we were like looking at all the stuff on there, um, that they had for sale. Then like one of the, um, 
people that lived there like came out and like asked if we wanted to see their pet pig. Oh my oh. god! <laughs> so we did, and it was just like this really huge ass like giant like really well taken care of like, like happy cute like household yeah. pet pig. That's cool, man. Yeah, so that was nice, and I think that was exciting. That was definitely memorable. That's definitely I've <laughs> never seen. Yeah. That sounds so I've fun. Never, I've never done that. I've always wanted to, you know, road trip. Across yeah. a major part of the country. I've never done that. Do you sleep over somewhere or do you do it in one shot? We had to go, we, we, uh, yeah, we, it was a straight shot back, uh, with no stops. Oh, Jesus. It was, it was so stupid because I, how long the next is that? Day. How long is that? Um, it was like 16 hours. Wow. Oh my That's God. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, because I remember I had to, oh, actually, this wasn't during school. This was like the year after I got out of school. So I was like working. And I had to be back at my job at 9 in the morning on Monday. Oh, so we got back to New York at, like, 6. And then I had to go straight to work. Then after work, I had to return the van oh. to the – I think we rented it from Newark International Airport for some reason. <laughs> so I had to drive the car through New York, through Manhattan, which I've oh. never done before. So it was, like, <laughs> so insanely stressful. I thought I was going to die the whole oh time. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Um, I would it just was like, worth it. I would never do it again, but I'm glad we did it that one time. But that's the only time you've gone to Basel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you gone to an art fair as an artist when you're in 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 the show? Yeah, I did. Um, I was uh, part of Nada this spring. Um, oh, this past okay. year. Oh, that's right. That's right. How did it feel? How did it feel? Not in New York, and not in New York, right? Um, it, yeah. yeah, it was the one in New York, and uh, with uh, I showed with Roberta Pilon, uh, the Toronto Gallery, mm. um, run by Amanda Murphy. Um, and it was fine. Yeah. We had like a small, like solo booth and, and I guess it was also the first year at this new location at like Skylight Clarkson or whatever. So right, we were right, still right. getting a feel for like the, the fairgrounds and like the labyrinth. And I don't know why not in New York. I mean, not to be like, whatever, sweetheart. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know why not in New York still exists. I, I really don't. Yeah, I, I think I we really were kind don't. of just like. I, re- I like. <laughs> I really don't. Too many art fairs, right? Too well, many. I don't think that yeah. not in New York should exist. That's for sure. Because it's kind of like we have a whole it's ecosystem redu- here. It's just redundant. Yeah, yeah, like I feel like they should be kind of doing something else as an organization for like, especially like maybe the artists that are members that are New York based. I don't know. Right. It just seems kind yeah, of like it just seems kind of redundant. You know. Right. I don't, I've, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I yeah. Mean, I, as everyone knows, I'm the hater on the podcast. Yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> so, I hear what you're saying. The counter-argument, yeah, I, I guess, is they do bring in a lot of international galleries, right? But I do feel like I've seen most of this stuff. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I know these artists. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, so anyways, Russith, what's going on with you? What's, tell, tell us. Okay, Russith, before, when we were uh, talking, he said he went to Lori's side, and he saw, like, 60, 60 galleries. Because I hadn't been down there for yeah, so yeah, long. Yeah, saw 60 shows. Just barnstormed galleries. One, one day, two days. One day. One day, 60 galleries. 60 shows. 60 shows. That's because I counted. But you know, some of these galleries now have like two shows on at a time. So it's not. Wow. Okay. So highlights, lowlights. I don't know. Pastiche. The stuff that stuck with me was like the really like obvious stuff. Like Alex Katz. So cool. The cutout paintings. Have you seen those? The Gavin Brown? Yeah. Yeah. They're great. You're not, not an approving look. But. No, whenever I think of Alex Cass, I just think of like some sort of like, I don't know, like um, Elizabeth Arden ad or something. I don't know. It's like something that feels really <laughs> like I just smell perfume It's very or white. <laughs> yeah, I just smell like some fragrance or something. I mean, I don't just like Alex Cass. I think he's pretty impressive. It's amazing in a certain way. And he definitely is Alex Cass. You know, he is. He's very, he's, he is. He is the originator of the house cats. Yeah, Alex it's Katz. the real thing. So he's the real. It's deal. the real deal. I don't know. I just feel like it's. I. I'm like kind of like. Yeah. No, yeah. I'll see it. I'll There's see a good it. show, Karma. 
I liked that. Oh, yeah. It was four Bay Area artists, nice. Franklin Williams, and a few other weird people that I didn't really know. Yeah, but, but it's what, funky. It's like 60s, it, 70s. What, what, was the, what was the general takeaway, though? The vibe was yeah, just general. like the, uh, the Lower East Side. Yeah. Just too many calories. Still. Close them down. Because so, but yeah. so many have closed, you know? Yeah. So many have closed. Entirely. But the problem is that more just keep opening. This is true. Yeah. What are new ones that are opening? Well, what's weird is that when you see, like, the old spaces taken up by, like, another space, and then yeah. you're, like, you're, like, do this kind of, like, architectural, yeah. what? like, what? Yeah. You're, like, what? <laughs> like, like, I just look. Exactly. Like, everything's the same, but, like, the name is just different, like, the font, and I'm just, like, oh, okay. Like, no, it like, is really weird. Yeah, it's a little strange. Have you been seeing stuff downtown? Have you seen shows lately, or no, Sydney? Well, I guess, speaking of, like, galleries that have moved, but keep the same name, like, oh, well, I just saw the, uh, um, was it? Is his name? I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right. Antoine Catalo. Oh yeah, I saw it too. Yeah. At 47 Canal, which is not at 47 Canal. Right. And I are they back at 47 Canal? They have both now. Yeah, 47 Canal is also now. It's extremely confusing. Matthew is at 47 Canal. (laughs) Now 47 is back at 47 too. And Matthew's at 46 Canal. Yes. Oh yeah, I want to go to the non-food launch on Tuesday at Matthew. I'll go. Yeah, we can go together. I want to try some. Algae-based. Let's go. Um, Let's do it. Non-food bar. <laughs> <laughs> so what about the... But you like Patella? Yeah. I did, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I like his work in general, and um, I like that it was sort of like a an orchestration of both, um, of like several different elements of like both like the breathing sculptures and then like the breath sort of lending itself to um, the tempo of the music and nice. um, or like the score and also like... Actually, the video was the part that, like, seemed... But I, I guess it's also hardest to pay attention to video, so I wasn't yeah. totally yeah. sure how that fit in with everything else. But, yeah. um, but, but yeah. well, this is Those are slick sculptures, yeah. though. I was impressed. Yeah. So there was a music yeah. score, you're saying? Because I haven't seen the show, but you're singing the music score? I believe it, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if it was coming... If it was synced with the... Or it was, like, part of the video or not, but... I mean, I saw it a couple weeks ago, so now yeah. the details. I mean, are. I have to say, speaking of music scores, maybe this is kind of like mm. an overarching um, trend vibe, like whatever. Um, but yeah, I was in Mexico City um, for like a week or so, and of course, I saw art. And um, yeah, like two of the big things that I saw that I was like really looking forward to seeing was um, the um, Philip Pirano at Vimex, oh, yeah. and also there's also the Baldessari there, and then also at Vimex, and then there's um, Henri Sala at Tamayo, oh, nice. and both of those, the Prano and the um, Sala, they both had musical scores. Like so, mm. Prano had like this, like you know, I don't know. I have to say, I love his work, but I kind yeah, of Prano rules. Yeah. It, but I was kind of like, I felt like it was a little bit like just like um, repetitious because I had seen his show, recently, you know, that was here at Gladstone, I believe. The Uptown Gladstone. Uptown, right. and the and there was oh, two. Where the, the, they, where, they, they, they were, were working here, together, like, like, like kind of conjoined. Right, yeah. right, right. Thank and you. so. And there was like the fish and the music and the kind of like you know everything kind of like linked together and yeah. it's like biomatrix and da 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 and it was a similar setup with Humex and then they had they had the fishes and but they had this like and he had this uh, like piano this beautiful piano this this person would play a score like intermittently and that would be fed in and like looped in and stuff like that Whoa. It was really nice it was like beautiful but I kind of felt like really repetitious and the thing that kind of was like eh that I was like. Eh. It was like there was this video projection. <laughs> there was this video projection, and it had like these. It was like the octopus, and like the fi- the fish balloons are kind of like flying around. Blah blah blah. Well, like the security guards are like throwing the fish on the screen. It was like really funny. <laughs> um, but then there was like this really like narrative part that felt super just like heavy mm. and like self aware. And I was like, oh, I wish there was no narration. I don't know if it's kind of like a little bit of whatever. But then the Henri Salo, the Tamayo was 
amazing. That's like cool. it was so amazing. So it was like two different floors and like huge rooms and like di- like split screens, like super far back. It was and then like just like layering of screens for this other one. It was really really beautiful. And um, yeah, I don't know. I think that kind of like this thing with like art, art and music. Of course, have always really been like would always been synonymous. But I think just kind of like this idea of like kind of classical music or mm. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like this kind of like really like using like the piano or like violin mm. or like, you know what I'm saying? This kind of like more like Baroque kind of like scoring and like, I don't know that kind of language of that versus just like using music as some sort of, I don't know. Like it's not really like so much. I've been not really like pop and contemporary. I mean, there is, but I mean, I've been seeing a lot of like orchestra, piano, like solos. And I don't know. Opera, That's interesting. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Something yeah. I've noticed. Yeah, I've been, I, I just started reading a book about one of my favorite composers, um, Carlo Gesualdo. Okay. He was an Italian Renaissance composer. Uh, he was, uh, who, he's infamous for um, killing his wife and her lover um, in the midst of an affair, like brutally murdering them. While they were like wow. doing While it. they were doing it. <laughs> and apparently it got to a point where he had somehow um, put on his wife's nightgown after he had slain her <laughs> and it was like covered in blood. He was still like, you know, going at it with like, that's damn. Um, that is <laughs> dramatic. Yeah. Wow. But he is, was also that. like a, a visionary. Yeah. Um, also cause he was a prince. So he had all the time in the world to like, you know, just spend composing genius masterpieces. Um, but he was like tortured for, um, or he thought he was like tortured by demons. Okay. So, um, another like sort of um, legendary thing about him is that he hired he would hire um, servants whose specific task was to follow him around and beat him. Whoa! And was, you know, like strapping young lads. Whoa! Um, <laughs> Not at all. But so I was in, in this book specifically. Who knew? Who knew? Um, they were talking about how, uh, or, or I was reading some like excerpts from a, a witchcraft trial that he was. A part of, uh, I forget if it was he was on, I don't think he was on trial for witchcraft, but <laughs> a woman he was having an affair with, like a sorceress who had been like sort of his like um, doctor in a way, was on trial for witchcraft and um, she had apparently given him some sort of like cure which involved um, a sauce of menstrual blood uh, <laughs> drenched, uh, drenching a piece of bread. But it's just really funny because in, like, the transcripts, they keep referring to the blood as sauce. And, like, it's the confession, like, yes, I did eat the the blood drenched in the sauce, her seed from her, like, Whoa. you know, euphemism for vagina, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> Whoa, that's <laughs> um, really, Are you going to uh, make some art yeah. based off of that? <laughs> well, I have been. I mean, it's kind of on, yeah. it's all kind of on, you know. Yeah, I mean, at the show in Springsteen, um, I made some, I made, I made a few 3D printed printed fly swatters that I was thinking of as um, as objects, as healing objects, because they would be used both to swat away flies, but also for flagellants to use on themselves. Because the whole show is vaguely about the plague and different um, folk remedies for it. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> oh, man, I wish I got to see this show. She had a show up at Springsteen. Got had, like, shout out to Springsteen. Shout out. In Baltimore. Hey, and Amelia. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> Did he get in trouble for killing yeah. uh, his um, wife? Well, like, yeah. no, because I guess actually at the time... Um, if you were uh, if you were like a, a rich like prince or like mm. a, or nobility sure. and like your um, 
I, I guess women just had, of course, they had like a whole lot less rights. So it's almost like, well, if you didn't, you know, like, like killing her would be like the dignified thing to do. Like he didn't want to be like, I think he said like, a Jeswaldo shall not be made a cuckold. Like, <laughs> oh my God. So he basically got the away with it. Passion, yeah. Kind of passion. Um, wow. And it was fine. <laughs> wild. That's wild. That's wild. Oh my God. Yeah. Who knew composers? Who knew? They're wild. Composers. They're crazy. Composers. Yeah. Um, but anything. Anyways, um, another thing I noticed, I don't know, maybe this is like a weird, I don't know, tangent also. I kind of realized, like, because I hung up a lot of artists and a lot of young <laughs> artists and curators and stuff in Mexico City. It was great. and fun. Love them all. Love you all. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's a strange, We I went to Teflazan. It's like this kind of like this really small, beautiful, it's not really that small, but it's beautiful kind of mountainside, like smaller city about an hour or so outside of Mexico City. And I was visiting a friend who lives there. Um, and he has a patron, because, you know, one, one... As one does. As one does. And, and good, yeah. for, good for... I'm like, <laughs> super, yeah, it's awesome. Anyways, it's it's incredible situation. Um, but anyways, like, we were talking one night, drinking wine and, like, grilling cheese in this, like, stone, crazy, mm. like, like, oven. It was very, it was very, very fantastic. Um, and the idea of kind of, like, this idea of, like, the artist for me like came up because I guess also being in Mexico City and traveling like there's so many people that are kind of like wandering searching like finding Mm -hmm. like a path or like a way of being or like an alternative to like escaping like you know New York or LA or like whatever it is or and then going to someplace like Mexico City who is kind of not exoticism but there is this like difference you know what I'm saying like the it is it's like it's not European it's not American it's, Mm -hmm. it's it's like a different vibe and just this idea of, like, kind of, like, the artist as, like, this kind of, like, auteur, you know, mm. and this kind of, like, bohemian auteur and kind of, like, even though, like, that seems so cliche and so dated, yeah. I feel like so many people do that still. And I was thinking about how in New York, like, you know, I hang out with a lot of young artists and, like, you know, artists that are, like, recently out of undergrad and stuff like that. And there's still that kind of strange, like, you know, like, people, like, refuse to live in Brooklyn. They'll only live in Manhattan. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they'll only, like, live in Chinatown, you know? Or, like, they'll do this or they'll do that. And it's kind of, like, this thing, like, you know, like, they'll only, you'll see them at, like, all these very specific types of openings. But you don't see, you know, they don't know what's up at the museums or, like, they haven't been to a museum, you know, or Chelsea. Totally. I don't know, two, three years, you know, since they've been here or something, you know? (laughs) It's a strange kind of, like, met, like mythologizing which I feel like is really important I know that that's very important and especially I feel like it's a male driven kind of like desire pursuit like Mm. even if subconsciously like men definitely have this like I am the artist in the world blah 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 but I don't know I just was like thinking about that and I was kind of like annoyed I was kind of like what is this bullshit you know and it's like why do we still let this thing like keep happening to the way and like like I don't know like rewarding it and yeah. like you know what I'm saying like I don't know I'm just like throwing that out there because I had a lot of conversations with people that are just like I'm just trying to be an artist like I just want to be an artist <laughs> so do you think it was more pronounced in Mexico City that there was this kind of like uh, outdoor renegade I think that stands apart I think that kind of in a certain way because people specifically I think go to Mexico City or places like Mexico City or like Berlin sure. you know kind of the Euro- European equivalent yeah. because it's cheap yeah. Because you don't you live have, the dream. You don't have to. You don't. You have space. You have time. You don't have to work the grind. You know, like right. well, artists in New York. It's like even if you are kind of living a certain kind of cliche, 
Like, you still have to work. Everyone has like, a job, yeah. Unless, unless you got some sort of mommy-daddy money. Like, you still have to do your, you know, you still have to put the time in to do that stuff. So there is this kind of, like, there's just a lot of leisure. Mm. So when they're not at the studio, quote-unquote, or, like, like doing research or doing whatever they're doing, they're just, like, hanging out. You know mm. what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. they're literally just, like, hanging out, which is great. And I know that, like, through that, they build community and they can make connections and stuff like that. But it's just so, like weird to do <laughs> like I guess for like from I guess maybe from my perspective because I am a little bit older too but like it just it just seems very like okay this is still going on and it's I guess it's not that it's more in Mexico City or places like that but just because of the it's so cheap to live like you don't there's not that pressure you right. know and then there's also not that the thing of like you have to be like you know, the art market and that like kind of grind and that kind of hustle it's there but it's like a lot subtler mm. and it's a lot slower so it's it's strange though, but you know I think that a lot of times people do go to those other places though, so that they can kind of capitalize and be a big fish in a little pond, and sure. like and, and there and therefore kind of leapfrog some of their compatriot you know peers back at home or whatever you know. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just throwing that all out there because it's something that I know happens, but it was really noticeable, and I was just thinking about I was like because I was doing this like is that just because it's Mexico you know or I was like is that just like the way it is and I was like it's kind of just the way it is, but. I don't know. Something I've been thinking about. Something I've been thinking about. That's interesting. What do you think? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I I think the the myth of the, like, yeah, genius, crazy artist is definitely still alive. But I feel like in New York, every artist I know is just, like, working a job, pretty normal. There I are a few nutters in that. There are a few nutters. There but, are a few nutters. And we miss them. And I love them. We miss yeah. them. Yeah. Because they yeah. always go somewhere else. Yeah. I don't want to name any names, but there's a few that I, you know... Uh, we mentioned, and, you know, Jared. I, I was going to say, Jared is Jared always the first Jared. one that comes to mind. Brian Balot. Brian Balot as well. He's yeah. a bad man. Yeah. And it's still alive. You know, when you come across a real nutter, it's just a delight. So, yeah. Still real. I don't know. What do you think, Sydney? Being an artist, he, do you think that... It's a real male thing, it's though, It's a really too, male right? thing, though. It's yeah. very I can think of some male. women who, like, would maybe fit a cliche of that, but... Very male. Yeah. Very male. Yeah. Very male. What do you think, Sid? Hmm. I guess, yeah... I guess it's just, it's hard to find the resources to, um, to have that kind of, um, mentality in New York because yeah. you're constantly bombarded by just like, uh, shit to do. Yeah. What do you, how <laughs> yeah. do you, like, how do you, like, as, cause we're not artists. I'm like, I don't even know what I do. Rest it's, rest <laughs> it's a writer. I like, I flop around. What, like, what, what do you, how do you, as an artist, like, what, what, how do you like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you balance that? Or how do you, like, not fall into, like, the contraptions of, like, just being, like, whatever? You know? Like, what what do you do? Like, being whatever is, like, just resigning myself to to, to normie life or, like... <laughs> no, or just, like, or just being, like, oh, I'm an artist, quote-unquote. You can say you're an artist, quote-unquote, to people. And that's mm. kind of, like, yeah, I'm an artist. And, like, that's it. Huh. And, like, or, but, like, you know what I'm saying? But you're not necessarily, like, um, I don't know, like, what's the line between, like, being an artist and, like, just being that because that's who you are in the world, period, or, like, being an artist because that's your kind of, like, your, your modus operandi of, like, how you operate, live life, like, survive, like, pursue whatever it is you're pursuing, you know? Does I that see. make sense? I think, I mean, I guess, like, is it, I mean, I, I just can't imagine ever doing anything else. Mm. I think there's far too many, like, restrictions in doing anything else, even, like, things that I, you know, like, you know how I think with maybe people with more sort of, like, routine or, like, um, conventional careers, like, think, like, you know, being an artist is this very, like, bohemian, um, like, uh, 
I, like ideal driven pursuit but yeah. you know it's like just a job but with like a different sort of rules or it's like a different game yeah um but you know like so so in the way that like being an artist seems free uh to someone who's not an artist like sometimes I fantasize about like having some very sort of rigid or structured lifestyle as being free like what if I were like a gynecologist (laughs) (laughs) you'd be amazing (laughs) I would totally have you come on that and also it would just feel like more like I don't know and that kind of is also like well you'd feel like it's more like directly meaningful because you're like interacting with patients who like rely on you for their like physical health like on a daily basis and you know that seems like very attractive when a lot of times you're in a studio and you're literally making the most like absurd decisions possible that like <laughs> literally like no one is going to care about like black um, or black black or like yeah like, <laughs> like, smoke black yeah. <laughs> how often do you go into the studio like as a thing um I try to go like it depends on how on like what I have coming up but like if I have a show coming up I'll be there like every day um but I you know I I do have to work a day job and um luckily my job is very flexible yeah. and um you know, I can kind of, I basically work on like a three to four day basis, like on average. So I try to go to the studio at least like on, on day, on, in weeks when I'm working more at my job, like at least like two or three other days, but. And like full days? Mm, yeah. No, that's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, that's that's I like the idea of how you say it's kind of like work though. Cause I do think that like, I don't know, I find that like, I don't know, it's, it seems, I mean, I know all artists work differently and like they have different like method methods, but. I think that with, like, anything, you just have to put time in. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, you have to put in the hours. You know, if you're yeah. if you're just, like, I'm an artist and you have a studio and you don't go into it, I'm just kind <laughs> of, like, okay. They're, like, uh, you know, it's, like, you get, even if you just fucking sit there and look at the wall. Yeah, know, exactly. Yeah. You got to do something. Put in the time. Put in yeah. the time. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's just, like, art- I see artists, like, you just see them stuck because, like, they're just, like, waiting for it to be the time to do something. And it's, like, just... It's the, you gotta do it. Mm-hmm. You, gotta, you gotta get on it, you know? Yeah, a lot um, of it's frustrating and it seems pointless or like, you know, um, obviously every day is not going to be like 100%. Like, that's just like the reality of anything. Totally. <laughs> um, totally. So, yeah. Yeah, it is putting in the time, I guess. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Like Andrew puts in the time. He went around to just sit down at the computer, computer and run around and then sit. 60, 60. <laughs> That's I the job, think, though. I mean, I think the most galleries I've seen in a day is maybe like twelve to fifteen. That's like, a healthier I, number. I kind of cap. Yeah, I kind of max out. That's, you, that's already like a lot. Did you have like a lot of snacks with you or like snack breaks? I integrated that's like, in. That's a good question. Yeah, like low blood sugar is. Like I should. Thing. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm starting to like. Uh, um, I kind of planned my walking around it. Okay. So I went to, uh, I went to Cheeky Sandwich, which you reminded oh, me of recently. Yeah, I hadn't been in a while. This place is so good. So good. God, right? But then I was kind of in a food coma. Yeah, I got, I got the fried chicken and a biscuit. Yeah. And I think the sandwiches have gotten bigger there. I didn't remember them being so, I got like a big fat one. It was great. And then, um, yeah, I made some coffee stops. There was this new bakery down there. It's a little ridiculous, but it's called Supermoon, I think. Mm-hmm. And they have mm-hmm. like very decadent... Uh, Instagram-worthy croissants. Oh, all right. Like, with uh, colored spirals on them and, right. like, things on top. They're $6, but worth every worth penny. Worth every penny. Yeah. It's, on, it's right next to The Magician. Oh, The Magician. The, the, the bar that is... It's not clear why it's there, so but... It's so great, <laughs> but it's also so... The bartenders must... They, they are, they're the most unhappy people in, in the planet. It's a strange Truly place. The most unhappy people. 
It's amazing. It's I always exists. just say, let's go there because I know it's going to be empty and you'll always have a seat. But then I'm, I always, every time I go there, I'm like, why did we come here? I hate this yeah. place. It's like, I don't it's know. confusing. It's, it's a confusing, confusing. place. It's, it is. Like it is. a lot of things in the Lower East Side. Yeah. It's just weird. Any other trends, yeah. Cindy? What, tell us what you're thinking or anything you're thinking uh, at all. What are you thinking? See. What are you thinking? I, you're, you're, our special, you're our special Hot guest. What you, she's got, she's got. No, we're really milking this for all it's worth. Yeah. Feed us your brain, Sid. Feed us your brain. Give us what's in your brain. Feed it to us. Let's see. I went to the, you know, last week I went to Long Island for the first time. Um, Long Island, for like, okay. you know, like a long Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> Why did you go for? Um, I I went to I went with my boyfriend to visit um, his best friend mm. and who is home with his family, um, and then. Uh, we went to the Amityville Horror House. Oh, oh my god! Or, that's or horrifying, a, right? I heard that's horrifying. Oh my god! Yeah, um, but it's like up for it's like a private residence oh, like for okay. right now, so you can just you can only like drive by it. But that was nice. That's cool. And then um, and then we went to like a, a pier on the dock, like a dock, and the there's like a guy sitting out um, at the very end and. I couldn't figure out what he was doing, but then we were watching him for a while, and I realized that like, he was just playing the harmonica, like facing the ocean, and it was like that's, really, that's incredible. It was really sad, but oh yeah. my god, I had the weirdest. I did the weirdest. I don't know why I'm sharing this. <laughs> Whatever. This is one of these episodes. Um, I had the weirdest thing. So I never sit um, on a window seat usually because. I don't know. I don't like. To, I feel claustrophobic sometimes. Yeah. You know, like when in, you're an air, in an airplane. Like yeah, yeah. I always yeah. feel a little claustrophobic, yeah. and so yeah, I prefer the aisle. Yeah, too. so I always get aisle. But the my flight back from Mexico City was really pretty empty, so I like um, moved to this seat, which was like a three seats empty. So I had my own like row, which was great. And I was in the aisle, and I was like, oh, there's a window. I can like just go over. I can go. I can do whatever I want, you know. And so I moved over to the window, and it was like nighttime, and um, I ha- and I looked out the window. And I swear, I started to cry. Wow. <laughs> it was so intense. Aww. I just felt like... The, what were you seeing? Set the scene <laughs> I for was us. Just, I don't know where I was because there was no, like, this is where you're flying over. Like, yeah. There's none of those. Um, it, I, it, I don't know where it was. Um, but it's, like, kind of, like, midway through the flight. And there was, like, it wasn't, look, it didn't look like a city because it, it was, like, kind of, like, it was very, like, it looked like some sort of amoebic germ-like light situation. Wow. You know, it was all, like, kind of, like, Beautiful. little, like, it looked like a neuron, you know, and... There's all the, and then there's like little, little tiny, tiny, tiny lights that look like they'd be in like a hill or in a mountain, like these the tiny, like little spread out things. And I just felt like a strange, like overwhelming wave of humanity of like deep loneliness, wow. and like deep oneness. And I was just, wow. just like, I just like started crying. And I was like, oh, I was like, I just, I like embraced it though. I was like, this is so weird, but I think so necessary. It was really nice. That's that, great. Yeah. And I was thinking of the idea of seeing like, how we like, you know, perception and seeing and like, you know, I think it's like, um, actually like I read this like essay or book by Buckminster Fuller, like a jillion years ago, um, where he talked about the idea of like, you know, when we got to be like people that were in planes and we could see the, see the, mm-hmm. see the ground and see like civilization from like this kind of aerial view, which we quote unquote, aren't supposed to see and supposed to do. But then I was thinking about like, you know, like that's not really, I don't know, everything, Everything that we've done and we've accomplished as, like, a species, like, us being able to see, like, the globe, you yeah. know, from space, like, that's all natural. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though it's not, quote, unquote, like, something, like, we need tools and we need, like, you know, advancements in, like, technology and sciences to, like, allow us to do that. But they are actually really, really natural. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. There's something really, like, I felt very, like, okay. Connected. Yeah. Connected with that. Yeah. And I was, like, yeah, this idea of, like, even though something feels completely, um, 
like it's crazy like if you think about it like you're looking down at like these you know like, yeah and you it's see, insane like, you see this like like little twinkle of lights and you know that's like a highway you mm-hmm. know like, in in that twinkle yeah. like a, there's a person mm-hmm. driving that little twinkle you know it's, it's like it's really like like whoa and it's just yeah. it's, like really beautiful and i just think in terms of like just like how we think about like perception and aesthetics and space and scales and stuff like that i don't know i think it's really just like and i don't know people i think sometimes have this like contrary view you know like being like that's not no, you know, like because you're so yeah. alienated. Yeah, you're, right. but I like don't Tino know. Seagal doesn't fly because yeah. he doesn't like yeah. the, really? the whole like aesthetic oh. of it. That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. He apparently takes a boat across the Atlantic when that's, he needs. That to is go. like extra. That's <laughs> so extra. No, but there's something instead of it feeling like oh, that's not the way that we're supposed to be. Like even right. though we can, like, we like take that step that into like technology. Like I hate texting. I feel like texting kind of ruins relationships in certain ways, especially like romantic ones, like mm. just like this breakdown. But then I've like kind of flipped, I'm like trying to flip that a little bit to be like, no, like that's also part of like this larger way of, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know, this like larger connectivity and this like larger yeah. like capacity to like communicate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's really like, yeah, I'm kind of like trying to be a little bit, yeah, flipping, flipping it. That's cool. Interesting. Does art ever make you cry? Like a painting? Oh, like Stendhal syndrome or whatever they call it? I don't think I've ever... I've cried from movies. Yeah, totally. You know, but movies, movies are a very different movies manipulative. Are different. I've, I've cried over books. I've, books have made me Yeah, cry. me too, yeah. I guess. But yeah. I don't think I've ever cried over a piece of work, artwork. I have felt like a similar feeling to some sort of like... Like awe, I guess, yeah. or like, or like, you know, like if you go into like a cathedral, or you right. go into a like sublime, a sublime, or you like, or you like, like you like crest a hill, and there's like yeah. this amazing view, or like you know this kind of feeling of just like this overwhelming, like like just it just like surging, like just like whoosh of something. Um, but I've never, I've never cried over a piece of artwork. I don't Same. think so. Have you, Cindy? Yeah. I don't think so. Maybe, but I, it's, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, if I did, it wasn't memorable, memorable enough for me to like recall right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like I've gotten close. Maybe you got yeah. close. What's maybe. the closest? I don't think I've ever seen you cry. Period. <laughs> Let alone. <laughs> well, not a big crier. No, no but I mean, I, I feel like exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, no, I feel like it was. You know, when you have your first experiences with like a late Rembrandt or something just to like go to like the ultimate cliche and you're like I think it's a little bit like what you're describing with the plane and you see this old man and he's just looking out at you and he's a little ragged and you're like oh god I'm gonna get to be old and this guy's like painting what it's like to be old and alive yeah and you know this is so embarrassing but honestly Documenta the bottom floor in Documenta 13 where it was where we were Yes, the one we went to, where it was everything from the first documenta that like still survives, and the wind, and then there was that weird sound piece where it was the well, who's that? Tammy Wynette singing. Whose piece was it? Oh, I can't remember. It's very embarrassing. Gander. No. It, the gander was the yeah. The wind was gander. The wind was gander. The wind was gander. Like at you're blowing you back through history. That was very moving and weird, and I went back to that over and over, and still had the same feeling of being really deeply connected, but I didn't cry. That, that was really good. I have to say, yeah, I think, I know it's not, maybe it's like the, the, I don't know, like, things, I guess, going back to the music thing, I think a lot of times when there is some sort of, like, audio. Yeah, or, the audio can saying, do it, can juice like, it up a little. Just, yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe, you know, like, I've cried over. 
I've straight up been like walking down the street and like been listening to a song and like reminding me of somebody and I've like just started yeah. making like middle of like Union Square or something. Yeah, like, totally. You know, um, but I don't know in terms of art. I feel like art that has kind of this like weird like like strange like con- connection thing. You know, I don't know. It's weird though. It's like it's kind of like I think it's. This thing where, like, maybe, like, arts, art that's on the wall or, like, objects that are in space, you know, like, there is this kind of, and, like, the way that they're housed, like, they're in these situations, galleries or museums or installations in which you are supposed to be transient and walk through it. Like, you're not supposed, you know what I'm saying? There mm-hmm. is this kind of, like, detachment, you know, even when you're supposed right. to be, like, yeah, absorbing, mm-hmm. you're supposed to be, you are this kind of, you're, like, there, it's, it's a transitional space, it's a transient space, and so, totally. I don't know, there's, like, not that, it, but maybe it'd be different, like, I don't have the money or the architecture, but like, you know, but maybe if I had like this, inc- like, you know, if like you lived with, I'm, I'm sure that if like I, I lived with a pe- like a piece that yeah. somehow had history through other things and it's been like passed down and it's, right. you know what I'm saying? And it has its own history and like, it's, it's like kind of inhabited the space that I've lived into. Mm. I think that I definitely would feel like, you know, attachment to it and yeah. stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah, All I think right. it might be time for. Just went, I don't know what. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you transition good. out of crying and <laughs> art and tears. It's yeah. That was a lot. Sorry, it's a tough guys. one. No, it's great. Just, you brought it home in a nice way. We really out. we went deep on that. Yeah. That was great. That was great. Um, but now it's time for Rex and Rants. Rex and Rants. Which yeah. uh, to remind our listeners is something we do every episode where you either provide. Uh, recommendation a wreck or a rant yeah something that you might not be happy about yeah so Cindy do you want to go first middle or last we'll let you choose yeah um, guess choice it doesn't I, I guess I'll go uh, let's see I actually have my I've, I have two rants written down so All right. maybe I can just I'll go first you want to go first sounds good okay um, go first Sid okay they're both movie related go for it um, so I recently rewatched Holy Motors and which is a movie I, I really enjoy um, but then I I, about, I don't know it. Yeah, tell, yeah, tell, what's tell, Holy Motors? Tell, tell yeah. It's hard to describe, and that's what's so great about it. Um, but uh, it's basically about this mysterious man who um, spends most of his time in a limousine um, going to different scenarios where he transforms into, like, different characters to, uh, to support, like, various, like, crazy, bizarre events. Mm-hmm. And some of them are, like, moving. Some of them are just, like outright absurd like you know at one point he's this like troll figure at another point he's like an old lady begging for change and at another point it's it's a french movie it's directed by leo cara um and um i forget the name of the person who stars in it but he's a pretty well-known actor um you know, there's a, my favorite scene is like there's like a motion capture scene where he simply enters a motion capture studio and then has simulated sex with another person who's also wearing a motion capture suit. And then that like and then the movie <laughs> transitions between the actual motion of them um, having the simulated sex and then like the animation that's made from it, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. Yeah. Um, but then the, there's a horrible, awful scene in this movie that I must have just blocked out of my memory because it was so, like, traumatically bad, where there's, like, he, like, steps out of the limousine and then he has, like, an, an accordion and he starts leading this, like, accordion flash mob, like, oh, through, wow. through, like, I think he goes through, like, a cathedral, maybe, and just, like, through a street, like, just a French. sort of, like, street scene, so and I was just, like, this is so, so fucking French. bad, like, yeah. I, it's it, cringy. it was so cringy, and I felt, like, so uncomfortable, and I had just listened to, like, a film comment episode, like, 
podcast episode about like really good, really horrible scenes that like ruin good movies. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah. And I was yeah. like, this is one of those. what a great yeah. topic. Yeah, um, that's good. Yeah, so that's my rant. And also, I did not like the square, which is maybe a controversial oh. hot take. Oh my god! We're gonna have to bring. So, we've, yeah, been, okay. we've been meaning to do, been meaning to do this. an art episode, oh, an art movie episode. So yes. you'll have to come back on. Okay, I would love to. I would love to um, go on a tirade. About yeah, that. no. I mean, what, why didn't you like it? Why didn't you like it? Well, in short, go on. It yeah, felt, do it. I don't know. It just felt like the sort of like. I think I had very high okay, expectations. Okay, so give, give the audience a little like so people don't know. <laughs> so the square is this movie that won the um, the Palme d'Or at Cannes, and it's like about a curator of like a major like fictitious uh, I think museum in Stockholm, um, and his sort of downfall and his sort of just like um, craven life or like sort of just like um, poor ethics, <laughs> and. Um, and it all begins with his cell phone getting stolen. Um, and I don't know, it felt sort of like a cross between um, like a Michael Haneke movie, and I, I love Haneke, but crossed with Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> That's so and weird. I was like, this like is like a, weirdest. it was like a black comedy that like didn't go far <laughs> enough. It was like a, it was like a black, kind of, black comedy that was like self-ironic or like, yeah, it was like, like it, it like, I, I feel like it was like a movie about privilege for people with privilege, yeah. which yeah. is like, I that's mean, that's, that's fine. Like that's, that's a thing and that's okay. And like, <laughs> but it's just like, it didn't, I don't know. It didn't, I, I still have to process what it, I just saw it. Like, uh, okay. yesterday. Well, yeah, maybe we can so even, yeah, yeah, like, now, like, we got to do an episode. We got to do, do a, the he's art been, movie. But he's been wanting to do these art movie things. But wait, can you give me your hot take really quick on what you thought about yeah. it? I, I haven't it. seen it, actually. Okay. No, I haven't oh, seen no, it. Have no. I, I hope I, no, 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 it's okay. Because I've heard, I've heard, I've heard total mixed things. So it's nice to hear. We want to, like, go and see movies and then, wait together separately and then, and then, okay. I'm going to be like, I hate this. I just have a big list of, yeah. Have you seen the Meyerowitz stories, whatever, the Noah? because no, that's haven't. all yeah people have said that's a good art movie okay but i don't know yeah do you want to go next sure go? yeah go i'm gonna do a rec which okay. is the uh edward hopper house over Ooh. in nyack oh i saw pictures of you there yeah. which i had never been to before and it's funny because it's so close but it's across the tappan zee bridge and um but you can go to grand central and when you go to the ticket thing uh, where they have like the hot out of town deals, you can buy the ticket, which gets you the bus across the Tappan Zee. So it's a little bit of a pain to get there if you don't have a car, but it'll give you the bus across the Tappan Zee and a ticket to go in the Edward Hopper house. And it's where he grew up. Amazing. And it's a cool old like Victoria era house. And he lived at home until he was 28, I guess. Mm-hmm. Kind of weird, but chill. Back then. And he would like, yeah, exactly. Not, not so old, no. And he would like teach the local kiddos. And they saved all of this Hopper stuff, like his high chair and his bicycle and children's drawings. And his mom was also a child prodigy artist, which I didn't know. And they have a bunch of her drawings, but they're very sort of uh, like pre-Raphaelite, kind of like copying the old masters. Very weird. And it's a small house. And then they do contemporary shows as well. That's awesome. So there's a Carrie May Weem show up. And Nyack was just lovely. There were just, you know, so there was some good Mexican delis and good bars. It was finding the good pieces. Edward Hopper House, check it out. Recommend it. God, I mean, you you should you should make your own map and people should buy it. Like where to go see all these amazing places. Good idea. I'm not. I've never seen it. (laughs) 
All right, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do like a rec rec and a rant. Ooh, Can I good. Do both? Of course. I do both. Okay, of so course. the rec is gonna be really quick. The rec is gonna be really quick. Um, so back to Mexico City. Um, there is this amazing taco woman. <laughs> um, it's she has um she her stand is right across the street from um. Um, Bosforo, which is in Centro, it's a, it's a mezcal bar, and my friend Carlos Lar, hi Carlos, I don't think you listen to this, um, he took me there, and literally there's just one tent, it's like a white tarp, like one Whoa. white tarp in the corner, and she sets up from 10pm until 5am, because that's the vibe, and because yeah. it's for like the drunkies. She makes the most incredible tacos, and but the thing is, is like she takes like a banana pepper, and she stuffs with queso and this chorizo, Ooh. and it's like twenty pesos, which is like oh. I don't know, like a dollar ish. Yeah. I don't know. It's incredible oh. if you go to Mexico City and you're up, and you should go to about um um. There's a yeah, Bostra. It's right. It's right there in the corner. I recommend that. It's she's her name's Maria. I'm gonna I'm gonna like steal her. I told her I was gonna steal her recipe. She was totally down with it. She told me all of it. It's amazing. Anyways, that's my quick rec. My rant, though, kind of related to Sydney's thing, is that I watched Breakfast at Tiffany's for the first time like, <laughs> a week ago. It's, what the fuck? I was like, what, what the fuck? Okay, anyway, so I, like, whatever. I've never seen it before. I watched it because I was like, this is a movie I guess I should watch. Eventually. <laughs> and so it was, like, on, like, Amazon Prime. So I was like, whatever. Anyway, so I watched it and, like, yeah, pretty crappy movie. Like, whatever. Super cliche. And, like, you see all these things of, like, I don't know, like, I can't believe, like, it's, like, held on in such a way and has such a, like, like, cold, like, grab and, like, cultural whatever, and it's so repeated. Like, I was just thinking about, like, Sex in the City and, like, all these things that are, like, repeated. Wait, remind us what the plot is. I haven't okay, seen it in, so like, 15 years. It's a, it's a Truman Capote book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I forget who directed it, but it's Audrey Hepburn, obviously, um, and the plot is, it's, like, so Audrey, she's, like, this Holly Golightly is her is a character's name, but it's not really her name, and she kind of lives this like joie de vie mm. kind of absurdist thing, and she's trying to find a rich man, and this guy named Paul like lives upstairs, and he's a writer, and he kind of has like a setup with like an older woman, like he has like a sex patronage thing going on too, and but they like just hang out as friends, but they kind of fall in love, but like it's complicated, and it's it's like a fine whatever, it's fine, it's whatever. The thing that has me so infuriated is that there's this character called Mister Unioshi, Uni- 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 Mister Unioshi, which is basically oh, yeah. the, her <laughs> landlord that lives yeah. upstairs. Oh, I He's played by that. Mickey Rooney, yeah. and essentially, Mister Unioshi is just the most exaggerated, caricatured like, Japanese, like, man, he's got, like, buck tooth, and Mickey Rooney's, like, this, like, Irish dude, whatever, he's got, like, buck tooth, this, like, weird samurai hair, like, a Japanese robe, like, glasses, he's, like, spinning when he talks, his accent is just absurd, he's kind of, like, this dumb, like, ooh, whatever, kind of, like, dopey person, and it is so repulsive, and I cannot believe that, like, people, like, oh, just, like, let this movie go on, (laughs) like, it's just, like, it's so offensive, it's, as someone who is Asian, I'm just like, this is why. And the thing is, is like, I actually like Googled, I was like Wikipedia it today, just because whatever. And like, literally, like, they like interviewed him and they're like, and he was like, never in all the, the more than 40 years after we made it, not one complaint. Every place I've gone in the world, people say, God, you were so funny. And Asians, oh Asians and Chinese would come up to me and say, Mickey, you are out of this world. Okay. Oh, and then he says, he says, <laughs> and he says, if you, if you, if you know that it'd be, people would be so offended, he said, I wouldn't have done it. 
that um, those that didn't like it, I forgive them. <laughs> and God bless Japanese, Chinese, Indians, all of them, and let's have peace. Oh, so, all of them. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> I was just was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, I don't know. I think it's just, like, so offensive. And I think that just, like, the fact that, like, you know, like, what, there's such, there's such small, like, there's such a small underrepresentation of Asians in, like, just pop culture, like, mm-hmm. especially American culture, like, in general. And then kind of the legacy of, like, this super hyper-caricaturization of Asian people, like, is just so, like, obviously, like, that's what it is. But then for something like, like, I don't, why didn't I hear about this Breakfast at Tiffany's r- ridiculous, you know, like, right, it, you just yeah. hear about, like, oh, like, she, like, she has, like, the cigarette holder and the pearls and da-da-da-da-da. And, like, yeah. I just, like, and I'm just, like, no, like, dude, I was, like, I, like, almost couldn't walk. Like, I almost, like, stopped it. I was so upset. Like, I was, like, this is, this is so horrible and like people think it's funny like people think well not people don't think they might think it's funny but they also think it's not like a big deal right and that's what's really 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 infuriating you know what i'm saying like it's like yeah it's a big deal and yeah like yeah that was in the past and i know things are different now but it's like it's still shit and like you know it's still super like like the fact that it is this kind of like classic you know and it's just like yeah and it's like people dress up as it and people like you know what i'm saying it's like it's also like racist as shit it's like super super racist yeah, like you like, can't overlook that you can't yeah. like, it's like as a whole it's yeah it's like it's <laughs> like it's all throughout it's like it's just it's it's absurd anyways that's my that's my rant that's my rant so anyways yeah nice. um yeah oh before we go you guys um just it's artpartypod at gmail.com if you have questions um right in it'd be cool if like you you know if you wanted to sponsor us and so we could like buy a mic or something that'd be cool yeah we want to take it up to the next level yeah you know we're we're on the we're on the itunes check it out art party thank you as uh thank you again for everyone who's left a review that helps us reach new listeners yeah which is what it's all about yeah yeah and um yeah Yeah. we'll be back soon yeah thank you thank Google, Google it. Check Google out the her. Springsteen uh, show. It well, just closed, closed, right? Just closed, check out the photos. Yeah, yeah. yeah check it. Check out yeah. the online. The online. Still real. Cool. See you guys next time. <laughs>